Matthew 6 and 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Not your righteousness, not this world's righteousness, but His righteousness. See, we're seeking out a lot of things in this world. But I think we've quit seeking God's righteousness. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We get in trouble when we put the less important things ahead of the important things of life. I, I find that a lot of marriages, men and women, whichever one that has a job, a, a, a high-paying job, they put so much energy into their job that they neglect their families. And when you start neglecting your family, you'll lose your family. So many kids put uh, fun time before study time, and that's the reason why they fail tests when they go to school and take tests. It's not always easy to balance your priorities out. It's not always easy. But when you fail to put the first thing first, you run the risk of losing what is the most precious thing in your life. That is the salvation of God. So we need to ask ourselves, where do I start at? Where do I begin putting the first things first in my life? And, and if you read that, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And God is not saying don't love your family. God is not saying don't love your kids. Don't, don't have fun. God is saying you need to prioritize those things that means the most in your life first. And I've read the Bible, and nowhere in the Bible that I've found that anything in this world becomes more priority to me than God. He is number one priority in my life. When you fail to put the first things first, seeking after Him, you're going to be in trouble. Jesus is saying in this verse here, if you put the first things first, He will give you all the other things that you need in your life. He'll watch over your family. He'll watch over your job. He'll watch over everything around you. But in order to get God to give you the things that you need, you must seek Him first. The world throws a lot of obstacles in our way from seeking Him first. There's a lot of pleasure in this world. There's a lot of shiny things out there to distract you. You run towards them. You're running after them. We're running after so many things in this world today. And we're not seeking God first. He said in verse 32, he said, your heavenly father knows all these things. He's saying he, you, you have to prioritize God as being number one in your life. God, God knows what you need in your life. God knows how to supply your need. But if you want him to provide for you, and give you the things that you desire, 
You've got to put him first in your life. And he tells us here, the first thing you've got to do, you've got to seek him first. First seek the kingdom of God. Now, I, I don't know about you, but we do a lot of seeking at my house. Somebody's always seeking to find a phone. Sometimes we're seeking for this, we're seeking for that, we just don't know where it is and everything. And, and we really don't know, want it until we really need it. I, I, I don't, there's some tools I've been looking for I just can't find, but I don't, really don't need them. But when it comes to time I need them, i got to find them. But I find a lot of people, it takes a tragedy in their life to get them to seeking God gets them moving towards God. Now we've heard some tragedies of, of people here lately and I'm praying, Lord, move them towards you. And, and when you find that you start seeking God because of whatever event that happened in your life, you'll find, you'll realize that God was always seeking after you first. And, and then when you come to Him, Trusting in Jesus, trusting in what He did at the cross of Calvary, He can bring that peace that you're looking for in your life. Then they realized they needed God all alone in their life. It's God's grace alone, through faith alone, and Jesus alone. That's first in our lives. It has to be Christ. God has to be first in our life. Jesus just said in Matthew 10, let me see this. He said, He that loveth a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Not worthy of me. And he that loveth the son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses life for my sake shall find it. God has given us the formula to do what we need to do. Seek after God first. I, I am... I get upset watching TV now. I'm getting ready to get rid of all TV. Uh, we're looking at some things now. I just, I'm, I get upset with it. But I see where this world is going. And I see it's not coming out the olders, or the, they're coming out the kids. They're coming after the kids. And I'm afraid if we don't get our children where they need to be rooted and grounded. Because we might all, you know, we got some young kids in here. and We could all be gone away and they'll be 20 and 30 years old. If they're not grounded and rooted now in this world the way it's going, there's no telling what they'll be facing. I don't, even like to, I don't even like to face this world I'm living in now, and I know that they're not going to like it in 20 years from now. 
I don't like seeing the things that's happening in this world. I don't like what's going over on over there. My, my grandson is down in Fort Blitz training to go over there. and I, I don't like this. But I've got to learn to put first things first. It's not my will, it's his will. And when we start seeking him, he gives us the things If your, if your king doesn't take priority over everything in your life, then you're wrong. Then you're wrong. Not only do we need to seek him first, but we need to seek out his righteousness. Matthew 2 and 20 says, For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, Ye shall know in case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, that's, that's a hard statement to say to the Pharisees and scribes in Matthew. He's comparing their righteousness and saying, if, if, you, if yours ain't better than that. And, and we know the, the, the Pharisees and scribes, we know their mindset was that they were righteous, they were holy, they would bend over backwards to dot every I and cross every T. They, they, they realized, they knew that uh, nobody could compare to them when it comes to righteousness. The problem is their righteousness is all external. Matthew 23 says, Well, to you scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you like unto white sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but in full of dead men's bones, all uncleanness, even as outwardly apparent righteous unto men, but ye are full of uh, hypocrisy and iniquity. You know, there are a lot of people like that in church today. There are a lot of people in church today that sit around with so much righteousness on the outside and they're looking at everybody else and just trying to pinpoint where they're wrong at. They're watching what they say. They're watching what they do. They're watching what they wear. And they got so much righteousness on the outside but dead and empty on the inside. We have too many of them in church today. You know, it's possible to appear godly and holy and yet on the inside be wicked and evil sitting in church. So how, do you, how do you see that? How do you know that? You have the outward appearance. You have to have a change of character when God moves in. The real righteous man will be right with God and walking right with God. When you trust Christ, you receive his righteousness in the right standing before the eyes of God. So you got to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Jesus said in Matthew, Sermon on the Mount, Blessed are they that which hunger and thirst after righteousness, so they shall be filled. It's not my righteousness, not your righteousness, but Jesus' righteousness. It's what he's done for us.
And, and when you seek after God, you're seeking after God. And not, I'm about done. When you seek after God and doing the things of God and, and doing what we need to do with God, I, I find that God will supply all your needs. He, 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 we sit around and we say, well, Lord, you know, I, let, me, let me say this. Here in this country, even the way this country is, we still got it pretty good. We still got it pretty good. But I look at these people that's overseas in these foreign countries. They're seeking after God. And they're seeking after God's righteousness. But yet they're homeless, being beaten, and being killed. Why? Why, why would God allow that? Why would God allow somebody that's seeking after Him do everything that he, the Bible says to do, but yet they're, they're being treated and persecuted and beaten and dying? Let me say this. Just because you're doing what you're supposed to do doesn't always mean you're going to get what you want. Now, I, I pray for these people overseas that's going through all this persecution, especially in the Middle East, because there are some Christians there. And, and as soon as these people find out who they are, they drag them out, they beat them, they kill them. I, I pray for them. But that's what God said we should do. We shall be persecuted. We ain't being persecuted. <laughs> we, we're a long ways from being persecuted. But it's coming. Amen. It's coming. Now I've been reading a lot of stuff on a lot of things, and I'm I'm telling you what, my mind has been opened up. What this country is doing and what they're setting up. You're gonna be amazed when it happens. I'm praying that I die before it does. I'm praying, I'm praying, Lord, if it's next year, take me out of this world. I don't want to go through it. But if I have to, I have to be rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ. I, I can't lean one way or the other. I can't have uh, feelings for somebody that's uh, an, an ungodly person or living in wicked and sin and, and try to lean that way. I know I've got to stay my course. I can't do what the world wants me to do. I can't do what you want me to do. I have to do what God wants me to do. First things first. I, he is my king. And if he's not your king, you need to make him your king first thing first. And then he'll supply all your needs. Now, can I say that supply? Everybody runs and well, I, I need this, not that. No, he said he'll supply your need. He didn't say he'll supply your wants. Amen. We got too many Christians with this give me, give me, give me, give me attitude. No, every one of us drove here this evening. Every one of us got clothes on Every one of us got a full belly, right? Some of us are hurting, some of us ain't. Hey, but hey, that comes with age. Can't take that away. But God has supplied for you. He's given you. First things first. And I feel like the churches and Christians are starting to slip away from the first thing. Seeking Him. We're not seeking him. We're, we're, we're no, no better off than Pharisees and scribes. We're going to sit in church and point at everybody. I'll go look at the address. Look how they look. How they talk about it. 
It all begins with the inside. Jesus looked on the heart of man. It's not the outward appearance. And that's what we need to get away from. Get away from that. Amen.